Luke 4.14 On down, and Jesus returned in the power of the Spirit into Galilee, and there went out a fame of him through all the region round about. And he taught in their synagogues, being glorified of all, and he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue of the Sabbath day and stood up for it to read. And there was delivered unto him the book of the prophet Isaiah. And when he had opened the book, he found the place where it was written. The spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives and recovering of sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised, to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And he closed the book and he gave it again to the minister and sat down and the eyes of all them that were in the synagogue were fastened on him. And he began to say unto them, this day is the scripture fulfilled in your ears. And all bear him witness and wondered at the gracious words which proceeded out of his mouth and they said is not this joseph's son the scripture that jesus read we can clearly see that the scripture was fulfilled and he he told them he told them all that the scripture was going to be fulfilled in that day and after that we 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 see that Jesus you know began to heal the sick and he began to bring liberty to the captives and he was that light in the in the midst of darkness and people were just bringing many you know people with diverse sicknesses to him from that point on in this book of Luke. So as sons and daughters of God, as Christians of the Lord Jesus Christ, we are called to do the same thing. We are called to be the voice um, for Jesus. We are called to be the the image to go in the image of Jesus Christ. So whenever people see us, they should see the love of God. They should feel the love of God. They should know that this is a instrument, a vessel of Jesus Christ. And Jesus Christ is doing great and mighty things in the earth to bring freedom and liberty, to restore man back onto God to tell man that sin is not good and it's separating the people from God and to preach deliverance to tell people that there is a way there is a way because Jesus is that way the truth and the life to preach the gospel to the poor for the people who are hungry and thirsty and they don't know how to go about getting the right results for the people who 
are humble and who will be meek enough to receive the truth of Jesus Christ. So we see that Jesus is our ultimate example, of course, and we are called to follow after him. We are called to lay down our lives. We are called to lay down our emotions and we are called to obey. We know that, you know, life is continuing every single day. And even in that, we are called to not give place to our flesh to control or to triumph the will of God. Our flesh cannot win. So our flesh have to submit to what God wants for us to do. So Jesus, we can see that you know, these people, they they were bound. They were bound. And when Jesus was healing the people, he rebuked the spirits that was controlling the people. He, Jesus observed, he examined what was happening. And then he commanded the unclean spirits to come out. And even before that when when he would see the people who was bound by devils the unclean spirits they would look at him and they would tell Jesus are you come before the time aren't you we know who you are you are Jesus the son of God so they would cry out and they would say that he is the Holy One of God. And they would, whenever Jesus would command them to come out, they would scream, they would throw themselves, they would make a whole scene. And when the unclean spirits were cast out of the people, the the people who was watching Jesus do this act or this miracle they would be amazed and they would ask questions like, who is this? Who is, isn't he the son of Joseph? Like, who is this man? He has so much authority. He has the power and he has the ability to command these unclean spirits to go and they are obeying him. Who is this person? And we can see that you know, at different points, the the Pharisees, the scribes, the, the teachers of the law, they would call Jesus and they would say in their hearts and with their mouths, you know, that he was blasphemous, how he was a blasphemer, how he basically compared himself to God by forgiving people's sins because they even ask that question like who are you to forgive sins there's only one that forgives sins and that's God so the fact that you're saying that you can forgive sins you're blaspheming you're making yourself equal to God and you know Jesus even after all their accusations and everything that they were saying he was still able to listen to the voice of the Lord. He was still able to 
listen to what God wanted him to do. Because, you know, Jesus didn't do anything and he didn't say anything that his father in heaven was not saying or doing. So everything that Jesus did, it was purposeful. It was purposeful. And it was a great example of what we are to do. So just like Jesus was doing his ministry and how people was criticizing him and, you know, there were some people that was actually supporting him. As we do our ministry, as we're going higher in Jesus Christ, we are going to go through that same thing. We are going to experience the things that Jesus experienced, however that may look like for us. Because getting nailed to a cross is not common these days. You know, um, go, his process, everybody process looked different. It, it looks different in that everybody is not going to experience exactly the same situations and the same scenarios. But in our own cup that is for us that we are to drink out of, God knows what that consists of. He knows what people can handle. He knows what each person is going to go through and what they need to go through in order to be with him in his kingdom forever. To be with God forever and for eternity. So we all have our own walks. We we all have to walk this faith with fear and trembling. We all have to make a decision to decide to keep fighting every single day. Even when the bombardment of lies and the bombardment of, you know, emotions, ungodly emotions begin to overflow. And even if there's difficult things happening, we are still to make a decision to overcome because he that endures until the end, he shall be saved. So we are to focus on the one who has been the greatest example to us in regards to overcoming Jesus, even though he was, you know, Tempted with the same things we are being tempted with every single day. He did not yield to the temptations. He did not he did not sin. He did not sin. But he knows what the tem- he knows what it feels like. He just not he just didn't yield to it. So we have a great work to do. And God has a great work to do in us. 
we have a great work to do on the outside and God has a great work to do in us on the inside. We have to overcome. God wants to make us prosperous in that we are stable in our emotions, that we are stable in the doctrine of Jesus Christ, that we are not wavering, that we are built and founded in the presence of Jesus so that he can lead us and so that we can obey every godly, every righteous, every holy commandment he's giving us. So, like Jesus read, as sons and daughters of God, it is our job to preach the gospel to the poor, to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recovering of the sight to the blind, to set at liberty them that are bruised to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. And as we are doing that, we are being mindful to take the beam out of our own eye before we can try to get the moat to come out of our brother's eye. So examining ourselves, being transparent with God allowing God to heal those areas and those perspectives within us will set us up for great success.